How's everybody doing? We are back with your Three Walls Weekly Recap from the week of 1-4 to 1-13. It's Mike here. Uh, today it's a football-centric episode. We're going to talk CFP National Championship Recap, get into the NFL Playoff Preview, and we're going to talk through each matchup. I'm going to give my points, my picks, everything like that. Uh, so let's get right into it. It should be a nice, easy, short episode. No movie talk this week. Sorry about that, but football, football, football. Uh, let's start with the CFP National Championship. Uga versus Bama. Kirby Smart versus his mentor, Nick Saban. And Aga, Georgia finally got the monkey off his back on their first national championship in 1980 in what was an all-time game. It started out a little bit slow. It was 9-6 at half, and it kind of had the feeling of, oh, it's going to be that game between uh, Bama and LSU from years ago that was, ended up being 21 nothing, Real snooze fest, real stinker. But even in the first half, it was, you know, defense is making plays, offense is driving, not scoring, field goals, defense is stepping up, things like that. So it was kind of in between what was people thinking a snooze fest and a great game. In the second half, these boys showed up and showed out. Georgia scored 20 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win 33-18, capped off with a pick six of Heisman winner Bryce Young, 79 yards to the house to seal it. Um, just an amazing performance from Georgia. At the start of the game, they looked like they were scared. They were overmatched. It wasn't going to go well. Stetson Bennett played, ended up playing very well. First two plays, first series, he took a 14-yard sack. Then on the next, the on third down of that series, he ran the ball wide open, dropped the ball, fumbled it, picked it up. And just and there was just a couple plays here and there in the first half that just looked like oh this moment might be too big for this homegrown Georgia boy walk on went to JUCO didn't get many offers came back to Georgia as another walk on and ended up ended up this year as the third string got some starts last year because of injury third string quarterback on the roster this year starter in the national championship wins the national championship leads his hometown team to the title amazing story. Amazing performance. Um, he really was a steadying force behind this team. The defense st- stepped up and played as well as they did all year. They, I mean, it was it was an amazing game. There were so many twists and turns that looked like Bama was going to, you know, really put the hammer down when they had that questionable fumble, out of bounds, and an incomplete pass, whatever. Georgia defense stepped up, held Bama to a field goal. Georgia stayed in the game, only gave up two touch, one touchdown, two touchdowns all game. That's pretty. I'm sorry, one touchdown all game. That's that's phenomenal against this Bama offense and the Heisman Trophy winner. Now, granted, Bama did lose Jameson Williams early in the first half of the Tony ACL. That did hurt. They had already lost John Mechie in the previous game against Georgia in the SEC championship game, so that definitely hurt them. But there was enough guys on this team, enough talent to. You know, overcome that. You saw some guys step up, make plays, young receivers. Bryce Young still was very, very good. Brian Robinson did what he was supposed to do. But hats off to Georgia. Great performance. National champs. Go dogs. Moving on to the NFL. We had a crazy week 18 uh, that saw upsets, awesome games, back and forth. You know, who's going to make it? Came down to the last game, Sunday night football game between the Chargers and Raiders. It was a win in your end game because the Jaguars beat the Colts earlier in this day. 
The Steelers were still alive, so that meant if the Jet, if the Chargers and Raiders tied, both teams would have made the playoffs and it would have eliminated the Steelers. It looked like it was going to be a tie for a little bit. Uh, went to overtime. Both teams traded field goals to start. 32-32. Raiders kind of driving. It looked like they were just content to kind of run their offense, see what happens, and maybe run the clock out for the tie. Brandon Staley called a timeout with 38 seconds left. I don't know if that made the difference. I think the Raiders are still going to go for the win. Um, but the Raiders ended up kicking a field goal as time expired to win it, send themselves to the playoffs, eliminate the Chargers, and also send the Steelers to the playoffs. So let's get into the matchups. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. It starts Saturday, ends Monday. I can't wait for it. It's going to be phenomenal. First matchup we have on Saturday is those Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Cincinnati to face the AFC North champs. The Bengals, uh, bang in a matchup of you know two coaches and two QBs who are making their playoff debut in Zach Taylor and interim coach Rich Pisaccia, and then Joe Burrow and Derek Carr. Derek Carr has had 127 snap starts in the NFL and has never played in the playoff game. You remember back when the Raiders made the playoffs a couple years ago? He actually had a back injury he suffered in the last game of the season, and they had to start Connor Cook in that playoff game. Uh, so awesome to see Derek Carr finally get into the playoffs. Lead this Raiders team. Bengals are currently sitting at minus five and a half right now, touting that high-powered offense. Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, all those guys. I can't pick them. I think there's something about this Vegas team that I can't pick against. It's you know something about Derek Carr this year and this team. You know they've been through so much. This defense continues to step up. Max, Max Crosby is a dog uh their secondary is very young but they've grown in experience and playing time and i just think the raiders get it done uh i don't know why i can't really explain it i can't explain it from an x and x's and o's standpoint i just think they have that kind of you know us against the world mentality underdog type of thing and uh, i think the Bengals are going to be very very good for a very very long time i just think they need a few more things to add to that defense to finally cement them as a Perennial playoff power, perennial contender, perennial AFC contender. Uh, so I'm picking the Raiders over the Bengals there. Uh, AFC East stalwarts clash Saturday night. We've got the Patriots going to AFC East champion Buffalo in what will be the rubber match of this, this uh, series this year. Everybody remembers that Monday night game. Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Patriots ended up winning. Uh, and then they played again in Foxborough, and the Bills kind of smashed the Patriots a little bit. Uh, Bills right now are minus four point favorites. It's going to be negative three, I believe, Saturday night in Buffalo. So if similar conditions to what uh, minus the win, similar conditions to what they had in Buffalo previous. I am going. To, I can't bet against bet against Bill Belichick. It's like betting against Saban or betting against Tom Brady. You don't do it. And if you do do it, you feel stupid when it ends up the way it did. Uh, so I'm going to take the Patriots. I think they forced Josh Allen to a few too many mistakes, a few too many turnovers, ride their rookie quarterback and dominant run game, three running back attack to a win, and move on. Moving to Sunday, first game of the day, we have my Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs, traveling to Tampa to take on the defending champs and Tom Brady. Uh, the story of this game is really going to be – it's going to come down to who's healthy on Tampa Bay, who's able to play 
and who on offense is going to step up to help Tom and Mike Evans out. They're dealing with a number of injuries. Chris Godwin is out. Antonio Brown is no longer in the NFL. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to be suiting up at running back. Uh, then Le'Veon Bell and Kishon Vaughn. I'm not sure if Ronald Jones is going to be able to play. He's questionable. And Leonard Fournette is on IR, scheduled to return. I don't know when. Uh, so that's going to be the story for the Bucks: health and who's going to step up and make plays. You're going to have Darius Slay cover Mike Evans, limit him like he did in, we- in the previous matchup. And then you're going to have the safeties of the Eagles between Anthony Harris and Rodney McLeod stepping up to take Gronk out of play as much as you can. So it's going to be who's going to step up for the Tampa Bay offense. Uh, if you remember in the first matchup, I think it was like week eight, week six, Tampa Bay won 28-22. Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette had amazing games and went off. So they're down those two guys, most likely in this game. Who's going to make those plays? Who's going to step up? Who's going to fill in? It's going to be very interesting to see. With the Eagles, it comes down to the running game. Are they going to be able to establish the run and ride their horses and get out to an early lead, You know, keep in the game, stay within striking distance? And keep Jalen Hurts in manageable situations. I'm I, I'm saying this now. If Jalen Hurts leads this Eagles team to a win over Tom Brady and the defending champ Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday, I am going to anoint him the guy, anoint him as our starting quarterback for the next 10 years, and buy a Jalen Hurts jersey immediately following the game. I promise you this. I promise I will do that. But we all know it's going to come down to is are the Bucks going to force Jalen obvious passing situations? Can he make enough plays? I think he will be able to. Birds win. Tom cries. Bucks are minus eight and a half point favorites. Regardless of who you think is going to win, I think the Eagles keep this tight. They covered the last time against the, the Patriots when they were playing very bad football. Eagles have only gotten blown out twice this year. It was against the Cowboys in week two. And then the Cowboys in week 18 when they rested everybody and everybody was out for COVID and the Cowboys played all of their starters. So birds win. They definitely cover. They win outright. Fly, Eagles, fly. Next game, we've got the 49ers coming off a winning end game against the Rams, traveling down to Dallas to play the Cowgirls. Uh, Cowboys, I'm sorry. Uh, Cowboys, like I said, have been beating up on bad teams and replacement players for – past couple weeks to get right and going into the playoffs if you're a Cowboys fan I don't know how you have any confidence going into this game but Cowboys fans are delusional so good for you um I think the 49ers and Shanahan dial up the perfect offensive game plan they play bully ball they get their offensive line deep into the uh Dallas front seven run the ball with Debo Elijah Mitchell Jeffrey Wilson Jr get the ball to George Kittle Get Debo on the outside. Kylie, I'll say this. I promise you, not promise, I'm willing to bet Kyle Juszczyk will score a touchdown in this game. Just seems like a, a fullback Kyle Juszczyk touchdown game. So check that those odds out. Uh, and I think the you know Bosa and that 49ers defensive line will get after that less than stellar Cowboys offensive line and get after Dak, force him into bad plays, eliminate the run game. And uh, I think they'll get the win. Cowboys are minus three-point favorites for right now. I'm picking the 49ers outright. The Steelers extended Big Ben's career with a gutsy win in overtime against the Ravens. Got some help 
by the Jaguars beating Carson Wentz and the Colts in that absolute collapse game by the by Indianapolis. And then again, the Raiders won to eliminate the Chargers, let the Steelers in. And for all that, Steelers' reward is a trip to Arrowhead to play Mahomes and the Chiefs and my current pick to win the whole thing. Chiefs are arguably the hottest team in the NFL going into the playoffs. They had that slip up against the Bengals, but I think the Bengals were just playing with house money with that right then. Jamar Chase had an outstanding game. Uh, I, the Chiefs are minus 12.5 point favorites, which is huge for an NFL playoff game. Gigantic. I don't care what the matchup is. The Steelers' defense is going to keep it tighter than it was in the Week 16 game. That was an absolute demolishing. Uh, but Mahomes and the Chiefs' D stays hot, moves on. Uh, Monday Night Football, we've got playoff game. Why not? Uh, ESPN's doing a whole mega cast. You can watch the Mannings. You can watch traditional Monday Night Football, telecast, whatever. Um, it's Cardinals fresh in the middle of their annual late season swoon phase. Uh traveling to L.A. to face the Rams. I personally don't think either of these teams are going to do anything in the playoffs. I'd be happy if I was wrong, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to. Uh, I. That being said, I think the Rams will be able to beat the Cardinals. I don't think that's going out on too much of a limb here. It's kind of a, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. I don't trust Kyler Murray. I don't trust that Cardinals offensive line against this Rams defensive front. I think Aaron Donald and the defense, you know, are the deciding factor in this. And I think Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup make enough plays. Stafford finally gets that first playoff win. Rams move on. They are minus four. I believe they cover. Uh, Packers and Titans are the top seeds in the NFC and AFC respectively. So everything goes through Lambeau and Nashville. Awesome for the Titans. They're getting Derrick Henry back. They weathered so many injuries and so many storms this year to get to this point. Mike Vrabel should be coach of the year, in my opinion. Uh, so good for them. Uh, and, you know, Eagles fans, being the lowest seed, Packers are the top seed, book your trips to Lambeau. We're going to Green Bay, playing the Packers. Can't wait to see it. Uh like I said, that's what I got. So uh, wrapping up again, picks for this week. We've got Raiders over the Bengals. We've got the Patriots over the Bills. Birds over the Bucks. 49ers over the Cowboys. And what am I, uh, Chiefs over the Steelers. And Rams over the Cardinals. Like I said, that's all I have for you guys this week. Football-centric episode. NFL playoffs are here. It's going to be an amazing, amazing playoff run for all of these teams. I can't wait to see it. No movie reviews, no movie talk. We'll get back to it coming up soon. Award season is full is in full swing, so we'll start to cover that and look out for our annual Oscars pod. Uh, that is Obi in the background growling, so I guess that's my time Thank you to wrap it up. Uh, stay well, stay safe. Cheers. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. <laughs>